Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I'm CEO podcast and formerly the CEO chat podcast. So doing something a little bit different as we ease into the fall from the summer and, you know, everybody's traveling a lot more. You know, life is obviously a lot different than it has been in the last uh, four years, definitely since I started this, let alone the last two years or so. But I had a podcast called the CEO chat podcast, which is a lot more of a long form podcast. I didn't really reach the 1400 plus episodes that we did with the I'm CEO podcast. So there's a lot more long flowing, a lot more conversational, but might be dusting off the uh, the CEO chat podcast and bringing that back out. So with that being said, while considering that, what I wanted to do is go through some of the interviews that I had that were some of my favorites and share those. It's not going to obviously be the full entire interview. We're going to have links in the show notes so that you can go and listen to the full interview. But I wanted to do some snippets that you can get. You're going to hear, of course, you know, the visibility either the resources or the connections in each of these different snippets. So it's going to be one of those things that's really going to help you to hopefully learn more about the guests that's on the show, what they do, how they do, why they do it, but also get that opportunity to really um, learn about some resources that can make you more effective and efficient. So sit back and enjoy this special throwback CEO chat episode. You can't do everything all at the same time. Um, I consider myself to be, you know, really ambitious. I'm, I'm a busybody. I often use that phrase a lot where I like to, you know, do multiple things and have multiple things going. But it really took me kind of sitting down and understanding what is the thing that can make the most impact. And a lot of times I, I won't say that I just it just became an epiphany. It, it was from me trying to do all of the things and realizing <laughs> I didn't have the energy to do it. And it wasn't really possible for me to do it that I really learned that. Um, so it was that's probably the biggest thing is just to kind of focus and figure out what it is that you want to kind of double down on and to be the thing that you're kind of known for, so to speak. And then you can do, you know, other ancillary things and, and grow the, the side business or side hustle or whatever that might be or however you might phrase it. But really be known for that one thing, because it was doing that that probably allowed me to get and uh, reach, you know, the, the hundred thousand dollar um, standpoint that I've been able to do. And, and largely it was just because of that. Mm-hmm. I can completely relate to that. It's not so much in my business services, but all of the marketing and the networking, I want to go to all pre pandemic, <laughs> go to all the conferences, be on every platform. You know, I think that's a common mistake. And, but I would get really excited about projects like the podcast or mm-hmm. a blog. And I think, gosh, I, you know, and then all of a sudden I think you can't spend 40 hours a week doing marketing and 10 hours mm-hmm. a week, actually doing the work for your clients right. and trying to find time to sleep. So that was a lesson I learned as well. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that's the beauty, you know, the, again, the gift and curse. I think from what I've learned in, you know, business and entrepreneurship and freelancing, it's all about how, I guess, quickly you can innovate and adjust more so than anything else. Because I think so many times we have a vision of, being self-employed, being a freelancer, being a business owner. And a lot of times we have to learn how to adjust based off of, oh, there's so many different networking events you can go to, especially now that they're all on Zoom. Um, You can't do everything and nor will everything really serve you to reach your goal. So you have to kind of work backwards from there.
Mm -hmm. And that ability to adjust, I have found, I never thought of myself as an entrepreneur until I Mm -hmm. started my own business. And then I Mm -hmm. really like you, you, I can tell you have that spirit and I didn't realize I did until I started. And I think that ability to be able to adjust and change your business and try new things and get rid of old things. If you enjoy that part, a part of it, I think you'll really be able to have a business for the long term. because if you, if that part scares you and you never do it and you don't, don't pivot. I mean, people are finding that out in the pandemic, right? A lot of us had to really change things up and I've enjoyed being able to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm glad, you know, you, what you said about the, the pandemic, because I think that is a reminder to us all, because I've always felt like even if you didn't own your own business, so to speak, even if you were an entrepreneur, so to speak, um, those entrepreneurial skills are going to be so important today and in the future to be able to, um, know how to do multiple things to be able to look at what has happened and be able to kind of rebuild those kind of things you're going to need in a business. You're going to need if you're working for somebody, um, you're going to need if you're raising your children. Mm-hmm. Um, all those things have happened during this pandemic where everything we thought was normal is been completely, you know, flipped around, shaken around and, and turned and tossed and everything we can think of. So <laughs> you have to be resilient. You have to be quote unquote entrepreneurial to some form, trip or fashion. Mm-hmm. And along the way, has there been bad advice that you got or do you see advice that other entrepreneurs or freelancers are given that you think that's just not great advice or that didn't work for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the the biggest thing, uh, kind of going back to that entrepreneurial um, you know, mindset is I think so many times we can get caught in the either or. And it's it's a balance between understanding um, where you want to go and sometimes how to create something that's new. You always want to listen to people that have, quote unquote, been successful and you want to, to measure that. You want to pay attention to that. Um, but you don't necessarily have to do that. And often that advice that you might get might be from a person that did it 10 years ago or potentially isn't in the same industry. So I think so many times we get caught up in, in seeing somebody that's been success, that's being successful and saying, we have to do the exact same way. Uh, For me, I think I really saw that journalism and entrepreneurship and business were kind of coming together to some degree. Mm -hmm. And I heard it from other people that were way smarter than me as well, too, which helped (laughs) me to kind of validate that idea. Um, So I think when someone says you have, you can't have a podcast and have a digital marketing business, you have to do one or the other. Now we're, we're in a time where every, not every business, but a lot of businesses have podcasts because they see it as a marketing platform. So the reason I bring all that up is that a lot of times the things that you might be interested in the things that you might be passionate about. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to spend 40, 50 hours a week doing them, but maybe there might be a way if you put on your entrepreneurial cap, you can merge that into what you're doing so that you can continue to grow your business by being passionate about it. And that's what I've been able to kind of do for my business, but I didn't definitely didn't understand that at day one. Um, but it was just me having that desire, having that passion, having that interest and saying, I can't really turn that off. (laughs) So I'm just going to put it on the back burner, so to speak for a little bit and see how maybe I can mold this into something that's new and maybe somewhat different. Mm -hmm. And with your success, there's always with anyone's success, there's always things that we struggle with. What do you struggle with in your business? 
No question. The thing that I said that I enjoy probably the most is the thing that is my Achilles heel, which is um, focusing. Um, I think <laughs> I always want to do all of the things at the exact same time. And the, that's something that I still struggle with, probably always will struggle with to some degree. Um, I think that the way that I've been able to balance it a little bit better is, like I said, is not saying I want to do, let's just say I want to do um, a, another podcast. It's not to say I have to do another daily podcast, not to say I have to do another weekly podcast on day one, but how can I maybe mold that in? Or how can I have a different guest or do a special episode? How can I start smaller so that it doesn't completely, you know, take over everything that I've done? Um, but that's without of doubt have been, has been my, you know, Achilles heel is just being able to kind of focus a little bit more on the, the tasks at hand. And, and I think too, um, maybe on a deeper level, um, when I started my, um, business and started to, to do, you know, freelancing, I didn't really, I didn't feel like I had the environment that would allow me to be successful. Um, and it was sometimes only by, I guess, chance, um, um, or by God's grace, really, that I've been able to kind of be in the sometimes in the right place at the right time because I didn't necessarily I wasn't necessarily pushed by everybody around me to do entrepreneurship to start a business. I was actually pushed mm -hmm. to do the exact opposite. So it, it it can really affect your confidence. It can really affect your self worth to some degree when you hear that. So-and-so, you know, can build a business. And as soon as you tell somebody you, that you, you love and you care about, maybe they don't appreciate that as much. So that was something that I really had to kind of work through. And a lot of it was just being in a different environment. It's been the podcast and the interviews because I get the opportunity to see my vision and my goal be real to somebody. Mm -hmm. So I know it can happen despite what sometimes the ones that are closest to us and maybe love us and don't want us to fail might kind of sometimes hold us back from the, the greatness that we have within. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. I've been very fortunate to have not experienced that with my immediate loved ones, but I know that's an issue, especially I hear with freelancers now that are starting out. And, and I think sometimes too, when they're younger and, you know, they're in their twenties and they tell their parents or whoever that they're going to, you know, quit that quote unquote steady job to go yes. be a writer, a graphic designer. Um, I highly encourage that, but a lot of people don't. And do you, how did you, was it a lot of just sort of emotions and mental, you know, work that you kind of had to get through and really believe in yourself or were there tips to sort of do it anyway, even though you might not have been getting all of that support? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really, for me, I, I really prayed on it. I, I felt like it was something that wasn't anything that I necessarily selected to do. I mm -hmm. felt like it was kind of given to me. Um, so that helped me out to some degree, you know, during definitely those frustrating times. But I always felt like, and I think it goes back to, you know, what did, you know, a hundred thousand uh, dollars mean to me? It, it was a validation of this wasn't just something that I was trying. This was something that a lot of other people saw me as being able to do. Um, so it was trying to really um, celebrate those wins, celebrate those things um, that I was able to get success for. Um, but it, it was also me, honestly, just really buckling down and being by myself. Um, I didn't, I, I started my business, um, 
the the digital marketing business as, as at least about eight years ago. Um, so it was a time where I did, you know, do the interviews and all of those things, but I really spent a lot of time just saying, I'm just going to tune everything out. And I don't know that that's necessarily the best thing to do, but that's what I did because I didn't really understand. Um, and I was always kind of guarded around sharing my vision and my goals with other people, mm-hmm. not sure if they would, you know, step on them or cause it happened a lot in the beginning. So it kind of made me a little bit less um, open to just saying, this is, you know, shout from the rooftops. This is exactly what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So for me, I just tried to really, um, surround myself as much as possible with people that were running businesses and and being successful and understand that a lot of times those that love you, they may not support you in that very specific way of supporting your business. Um, but they may support you in other ways. So me, you know, being able to, like, I actually was laid off. Um, so I also experienced all those things. So I felt like, you can't tell me that this is the right way and I've been laid off and I was going to get laid off again. So I felt as if it was life pushing me and telling me to go a different path. Um, and I feel like I had that to kind of showcase that this was maybe not the best decision, but it was a decision that was better than what it seemed like I was doing. So, um, that's what, you know, kind of happened for me, but I can't say it enough. Like there's a tremendous amount of community and opportunity, especially in this day and age to kind of lean on and just hopefully, uh, help people to, to know that their dreams and the things that they have that are on their heart, they can come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kudos to you for believing in yourself and just being stubborn and doing what you felt. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all for being stubborn. Um, And I like what you said about finding the community because there is a community out there that will say, yeah, you can do this. I've done it here. All these other people have done it too. And this is how Mm -hmm. you do it. And you, when you find those people, um, then you, you know, can, it is sort of a validation as you get started on that journey. Absolutely. So switching gears a bit, I wanted to ask you how you structure your day. As I've, you know, definitely transitioned and gotten older, I guess that's the best way to say it (laughs) is um, I become a little bit more of a morning person. I basically structure my day. Now I have my dog who's five. So I'll usually wake up. I'll do some type of movement Uh, while meditate. I'll do some type of movement. So whether that's uh, burpees um, or some type of movement just to get my blood kind of flowing. When she was younger, I actually used to jog with her about a mile or so um, in the morning for her walk. And then, um, or now I'll take her to the dog park, but the whole idea is to, to move and then to, you know, take her out to do um, her walk. And then from there, I'll come back, I'll get breakfast. Um, and then I'll do some type of journaling or writing just to kind of clear my mind um, of anything um, that I need to kind of do throughout the day, or even just to kind of have that creativity because I still, you know, love to write um, as a whole, just to clear out my thoughts. And then I, I usually spend about an hour and a half um, to two hours on usually Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of doing some type of lead generation. Um, so that could be everything from looking on Facebook groups. It could be everything from looking for guests to be on the podcast or looking for obviously clients as well too. Um, so I'll do that in some form, shape or fashion and really dedicate that hour and a half to two hours related to that. Um, and then I have kind of block time, um, 
we're basically usually 1030 to about uh, four o'clock to really um, have client meetings. In between that, I usually have like 30 minute kind of check-ins for like emails and things like that. Um, and then I usually kind of close out my day at about five or six o'clock. And, and pre-pandemic, I always would go to the gym. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast and the CEO Chat podcast. And I hope you enjoyed this special episode. Gave us an opportunity to kind of take some of the snippets from some of the longer form podcasts that we have and repurpose them here. And we might be dusting off the CEO Chat podcast and talking a little bit more about uh, some of those longer form episodes and hopefully some of the people that have been on the I Am CEO podcast on the longer form episodes. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed this little snapshot of course you can go to ceochat.co and have the opportunity to listen to the full complete version of the episode uh, but also you can maybe see that it's very important to to create content but also to be able to listen to and take in the hacks the nuggets the the stories just all the things that make these uh interviews so unique and so special so i hope you enjoyed this episode and be sure to follow up with the guests Follow up with the CO Chat podcast and hear about all the awesome things we're working on.